Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. And I'm Obert. And I think we have to change the intro, guys. I think we do. What do you mean? Well, you know, I don't know if you knew this, but we were discovered. We were discovered recently. Oh, yeah. We, well, we've, we've made it big now. Yeah, we made it very big. Um, for those of you that haven't seen, uh, we were featured on the top 20 best beer podcasts on the planet by feedspot.com. Correct. Yeah, that email came in over the weekend and we are, we're, we're on it. We're there. So we're looking for a label right now. We're kind of shopping some offers. Um, but we haven't, we haven't committed to anyone just yet. Right. So Sony empire records, uh, Spotify is getting us the podcast game. Yeah, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio. Yep. Um. Uh. You know, Clear Channel. Tud. You know, Entercom, Barstool Sports. Now, not to mention, we've already gotten offers from some or most of these people. Uh. But you know, right. just throwing them yeah. out there again to jog their memory. <laughs> <laughs> if they really want us, they should really act fast because there's a lot of exciting things happening you know right they're like wow they've been we're in talks we're in talks yeah, exactly yeah i mean we're not we haven't signed no no ink to paper yet but you know i mean there's there's a couple lucrative deals in there what's what's i've read through a lot, all the contracts clearly um and i know i know you two have what's one of the biggest perks that you like from the contract so far car allowance that's a pretty good one yeah i like i like the title that you get uh that you can get on your on your business card and on your driver's license that says like podcaster you could <laughs> you could get that as your official title so, so podcaster over yeah exactly <laughs> right no, it's like honorable or doctor or esquire it's excuse you know me. we're podcaster excuse me it's podcaster over thank right. you right. thank you very much yeah you know the most interesting one which i'm leaning towards now um was when sony they said unlimited gummy gummy animals for life they said gummy animals though so i'm like can i go for like a gummy cheetah i think so i'm more partial to the gummy well you're just you're 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 kicked off the podcast (laughs) that's this okay i would go for like a a gummy blue whale it's just like a swedish fish but the size of your table too much gummy (laughs) gummy well you don't have you just rip a piece off and you know you go from there you just piece by piece, you eat that blue whale. That would be pretty good. I love Swedish fish. Oh, man. I, it's been a long time since I've had it. I probably ate a blue whale's worth of Swedish fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't had Swedish fish in a long time. This is, I, like the, I like them too, but I'm worried that if I tried it now, I'd be like, oh, this isn't as good as when I was a child. Yeah, I'm, unfortunately, I wasn't really a child when I, when I ate <laughs> these, Chris is Swedish like, oh, these tasted better when I was 25. <laughs> Oh, rose-colored glasses. But no, thank you. Uh, thank you, Feedspot, for that awesome email and the the list. Um, super, super cool. I don't know how y'all found us, but I'm glad you did. And, uh, you know, if you if you found us on that article, well, welcome. And, uh, yeah, we're drinking alone with friends. And because we're so proud of our ranking at number 11, we're going to put the, the list in the show notes so you can all read it <laughs> but don't right. listen to any of the other ones you can yeah, just no. assume we're the best that's pr- pretty awesome that's pretty awesome <laughs> yeah now whenever somebody searches for beer podcasts our name is on the the official list when you google beer podcasts which is amazing i was i was pretty excited i didn't even see the email come through tud 
texted us this morning and uh i was at work for like the one millionth day in a row and i was like that's awesome perfect i'm gonna retire i'm leaving bye sony's calling <laughs> i'm on the phone with sony ceo who asked to remain nameless mr um, sony mr sony yes oh damn it over you outed him you weren't supposed to oh sorry sorry i mean mrs sony <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's pretty cool though pretty cool stuff but i think we have to give the people what they came here for which is some drinking of alcoholic beverages in the name of beer um also number 11 is just two number ones let's just remember that in binary we're third so <laughs> <laughs> that's also true that's also true so uh who wants to kick us off this week uh, i like to go first okay um every once in a while you find a great mix pack they're they're hard to come by you know we've all bought mix packs where you're like you know three of these beers are pretty good and this fourth one i'll drink or like you know these are some good mm. beers but there's always you know what's going to be at the bottom of the cooler when uh you're done with your tailgate. For me, the first mix pack I really liked was the um, Harpoon's Tailgater 12-pack they had in cans. Yes, that's a classic. That was really good. And um, that was a I don't know, maybe I liked it because that was really when the, the first time that craft beer started to get into cans, I think, also. It was around that time, too. Don't Google it. And now I have a beer from the Kettle House Cooler Times Adventure Pack. So they have eight. 16 ounce cans, um, two of each variety, and they have um, their signature beer, Cold Smoke, which I, I know both of you guys have tasted pretty good. I think I've had it on the show before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they also have the Hellgate uh, Honey Hefeweizen and the Northwest IPA, both of which outstanding, well rounded beers. Um, but on today's show, I'm bringing the fourth beer from the pack, which is the Fish On Juicy Montana Pale Ale. So I don't know if you noticed, or maybe it's different because I'm so far from New England, but they're not calling them New England IPAs. I'm seeing more and more juicy IPAs. Are you guys seeing that too? Right. Yeah, I I have seen that too. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it being from New England, but it's like, hey, remember your roots. Remember we did it first and do it best. But Yeah. So even though this is called a juicy Montana pale, I'm going to call it a juicy New England Montana pale. <laughs> <laughs> rolls off the tongue but yeah it's not and actually maybe uh this is the clarification you can see it's not a very hazy beer um it's filtered so mm. that might be some of the distinction too between juicy and hazy and new england you know they're all subtle distinctions but you get really strong hop aroma up front um really nice juicy tropical fruity aromas sorry somebody was texting me from work so oh you mean rca Reaching out for a record deal. That's how we're, we're going to be the first podcast on record. Yeah. We're, we're making interesting moves, guys. Just be ready, people. Some say questionable. <laughs> we say edgy. Yeah. As I dig into this, it um, lives up to its name. Juicy. Very sweet. Um, like I said, you get some of those tropical fruits. Maybe, um, you know, I, this is where I need, need Ted's help here. But I want to say. Grapefruit. Less grapefruit, maybe more mango. Um, it's not a strong citrus bite. There's very little citrus in this. And more um, maybe a passion fruit. Hmm. I don't know. At this point, I'm just comparing it to juices I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's step one is to 
step one is to test those out and you know then you try all the fruits in the store and see how that comes out mm-hmm. i mean we can't i mean todd did it the right way can't take that away from him so yeah you guys all made fun of me forever well only after your fourth star fruit right 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 that was jenna actually that called you out long time ago <laughs> hey if you guys haven't if you've never had a star fruit then you can't make a judgment congratulations jenna on having her baby i feel like she had her baby too i don't know she liked my post on facebook so that's not generally something you do when you have a baby oh you mean today recording not today released day either way you're not this is a, a tud cleo prediction or is it it might be tud cleo's branching out into baby having yeah yeah <laughs> how much did it weigh tud six pounds one ounce that's that's kind of a smaller baby Mm, i think that's a small baby and um boy or girl girl 19 inches long okay and what's what's her untapped rating (laughs) Uh, can can you rate a baby on untapped sure why not that that seems illegal you can rate anything anywhere um (laughs) so back to my beer review so this beer is only uh 4.8 it's described on the side of the can as zesty, vibrant, and easy drinking. And um, those are good words. Definitely easy drinking. And I like vibrant and zesty. It definitely paints a good picture of what this beer is. You know, it's not super heavy bodied, but pretty flavorful, mm. uh, juicy IPA that you could have outside on a sunny day. Crushable. Crushable. Crushable, one might say. I'm going to give this beer... This is going to come in at a 3.75. Okay. For me. Formidable. Um, close to 4.0. Uh, you know, different different beers have their different strengths. This one, uh, this is a close to 4.0. But I'm going to guess the Untapped Diverse is going to give this one um, a 3.88 for episode 88. Ooh, I like the guess. So you were close, uh, a little over, but uh, they think it's a 3.68. Okay. So you got the that's, eight right. Got the eight that's right. That's pretty good. Yeah. So that's pretty good. It sound, It does sound very, it sounds like a beer I would enjoy. So. Well, when you come this summer. Uh, <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> you'll have to try it. When I have 100% more kids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Listen, it sounds like you're just making complaints now. I know. Nah, yeah, listen. One one kid who now somersaults on the bed is enough. But now I'm going to have that plus a little a little baby. So, uh we'll see. See how it all goes. Well, as we learned, if you have the if if the baby is born on a release day, you must name it Doff. Oh, I thought it was just mm. if it was episode 100 release day. We're saying if it's on any episode release day. <laughs> Any any episode release day, it must be named Doff. And if it's born on my birthday, it must be named Tud. Tud? Tud? Yep. Okay, okay, hopefully hopefully it's a release day. And hopefully it's a boy. Then, <laughs> well, then any other, any, any other day, it must be named Tudbert. Tudbert. Okay. <laughs> what if it's a girl, though? Tudbert is a beautiful girl's name. <laughs> yeah. Tudbert if it's a girl. Doff if it's a boy. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, and and who's, who said Tud has a gender binary designation? It just has a lot of like, you know, hard sounding consonants and vowels. It's not a very uh, feminine <laughs> name. How about, how about Tudina? My beautiful, my beautiful princess, Tudbert. <laughs> 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 
But you should be glad that you don't have a very feminine nickname. So that is true. Mm. Yeah, very true. Uh, unlike Chris's nickname that he wouldn't allow us to bring to the podcast. Which one? Your feminine nickname, Christina. It was a joke. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I was like, all mine are. I don't know. Not feminine, unless unless you're talking about sexy cat woman meow. That's what I've been. That's what I'm called in certain <laughs> chat rooms. Yeah. <laughs> ASL. ASL. Thirteen. <laughs> Probably you were thirteen oh, last man. time you used that. That was what I meant. Right. Yes. <laughs> I was. You're just posing as underage girls in chat rooms to lure people so you can record them. And uh, why, why don't you have it? Why don't you? Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're the new, what was that guy's name? Chris Hayes. Yeah, was yeah, yeah, how, yeah, to catch, yeah. how to Catch a Predator? Yeah, if you're the new yeah, How right. to Catch a Predator guy, that's that's, she's t- that's why you've been working so many days in a row. I would understand. <laughs> she's, she said she was 15, but I swear she was 22. Yeah. <laughs> hey, boo, indeed. That's 30 rock. Oh, anyways. All right, so um, with this one, I'm, now I'm going to pass it off to uh, Ted. Why don't you go next? What do you got for us today? Sure. So as you guys are aware... When you, well, when you guys are listening to this, it'll be May 7th. Siete de Mayo. First of all, I need to wish a happy wedding anniversary to my parents. Didn't didn't realize this was that day when we were recording it. So, happy wedding anniversary. How many years have your parents been married, Ted? 32. 32. Nice. Happy 32nd wedding anniversary. Nice. Um, But if, you, if anybody knows dates, two days prior was a uh, significant drinking day. Uh, unfortunately, we all had to be locked up into our houses due to quarantine, except for Obert, who lives in you know a state that allows people to just run wild. Uh, a quick interjection: uh, all the bars opened on uh, Monday, uh, Cuatro de Cinco. <laughs> so we're back. Really? We're open for business. You got to be six feet apart. Cuatro de Mayo, you mean? Uh, it's a Arrested Development joke. Uh, you can't be. Uh, you can't sit at the bar. You can't mingle with other tables. But uh, yeah, breweries open today. Uh, bars open today. So we'll see how it goes. And this is this is yeah, we're recording on Monday. But uh, wow, yeah. So tr- truly amazing. Truly amazing. Yeah, that's. I long for that day. I'm not going anytime soon. I'm still. Yeah, uh, I'm smart. still waiting it out a little longer. Yeah, people are still like in a craze over the NFL CBA. You really don't want to be out in that mess. Oh yeah, yeah. I tell mean, the truth, Obert. You you will go to a brewery to buy a growler though. Oh, for sure. But I'm not. I'm not going to be hanging out at bars, I guess, or restaurants. Yeah, still doing my still doing my social distancing thing. So after Cuatro de Cinco, I believe is how Obert called it, is Cinco de Mayo, and. While this may be a little bit late, because we're two days later when you're hearing my, the sound of my beautiful, sultry voice, I brought a margarita to the podcast to share how to make a mar- how I make a margarita, and hopefully to allow you guys a, or to give you guys a recipe for this upcoming weekend. Nice. All right, hit us with that mariachi band sound effect on the board here. Chuka 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 chuka. Ay 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 ay. There you go. All right. <laughs> wow, that was great. That's the best sound effect yet. <laughs> So, um, so the way I make my margarita is I start with uh, three or two shots of vodka, depending on how strong I would like to make this. I'm sorry. Start, <laughs> say that again. I start with either two or three shots of tequila. tequila. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I was so worried for a second about this margarita, how it's going to turn out. I was like, oh boy. 
Oh, actually, hang on. Hang on, hang on. We need to, uh... We need to pop open that liquor cabinet. All right. Yeah. Uh, popping open the liquor cabinet. Cinco de Mayo edition. All right. Anyway. You may have noticed that was uh, the, the same sound effect, but translated into Spanish. Right. That's how that works. So I, I start with three shots or two shots of tequila, depending on how strong I would like to make my drink. Then I do an ounce and a half of um triple sec followed by a half ounce of agave nectar um and an ounce and a half of fresh squeezed lime juice oh interesting so ratio wise you have equal parts sweetener and lime juice correct okay yep equal parts triple sec and uh and lime juice and then a half ounce of agave nectar uh two to three shots of tequila um shake that up in a in a shaker uh pour that over ice Obviously, in a salted glass, and then take two lime wedges, throw those in the in the drink as well before serving it. And then, for my little topper, I take a little bit of uh, Grand Marnier and I float that on top of the drink. Ooh, nice! That sounds delicious. A um, couple questions. Sure. Most importantly, what kind of tequila are you using? So, Ober, I'm glad you asked this question. Is um, it like any kind of special tequila for the special holiday? So usually I do nothing stronger or nothing nicer than Patron. I try to usually go a little bit cheaper with the tequila and my margarita so you get that little bit of extra tequila bite. But because I knew I was coming to this podcast today, Ober, from back in July, if you will recall, you gifted me a bottle of tequila. I do recall. This was the test and you passed the test. (laughs) (laughs) And and I've only tried it once. I only took a shot of it. Wow. Um, okay. Just because you you had asked a few times, I felt kind of bad that I hadn't tried it, so I tried one shot. Guilt, guilting you into drinking is my favorite activity. <laughs> well, it's it's not even guilting me into drinking. I have what it turns out to be five open bottles of tequila. Now I have six. Or I had six. I had five before I opened this, and now I have six after opening. Um, But I decided to make my first ever cocktail with the tequila that you bought. So I... I am drinking in here. It's called Corzo Tequila Reposado. Um, it is a very interesting looking bottle. Interesting how? Oh, tell me a little bit about. It's just it's 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 unique shaped. It's square. It has a nice little pour stopper okay. on the top. What's the stopper situation? It's still made out of cork. Okay, we got a cork stopper. Yep. Over. Oh, I think you know more about this tequila than I do. So why don't while I taste my drink why don't you explain what this is i'd be happy to tell you all about a tequila that i bought for you for a wedding present uh like 10 months ago (laughs) okay perfect um which i definitely remember the name of and it's cadazul corzo corzo like orzo but with a c the tequila that i'm not googling oh that is a very fancy looking bottle the poor spout's like off-centered looks like something you would see at a fancy perfume in except it's tequila bottle sized nice sounds delicious just from the bottle it is it, it's a it's a very smooth reposado um it doesn't have a lot of bite to it even when you taste it straight so in a margarita it is very smooth and very drinkable this i could crush this in probably about 10 seconds if i really wanted to yeah um based on what i remember from my extensive research before i bought it it's a triple distilled tequila for an impeccably clean, ultra-smooth finish. Wow. There you go. Yeah. 
And the uh, Reposado and Anejo are the only tequilas to be mellowed prior to the third distillation. Mm. Yeah. What is what does mellowing of a tequila mean? Uh, well, Reposado is Spanish for rested. So it's mellowing out in that. It's resting in the uh, tequila barrel, soaking in that flavor. So they, so they rest it and then distill it again. They do. They do. And it says it requires a twice the amount of agave as most brands for this process. Interesting. For those of you that don't know much about tequila, we did do a special liquor cabinet on a previous episode. So, you know, just start it in one and make your way through all of them. So, yeah, just if you missed it, check the back catalogs and, you know, find it. Well, especially because we're going to have a bunch of new listeners now. Mm, very true. So in your in your group of feed spot fanatics, the double F's as we like to call them, uh, you know, just make sure that you guys talk about all the back catalog. And we need we need leaders of our new f- new groups, <laughs> our cults of followers. Yeah, right. And... Sounds like we're, we're recruiting for a cult. Well, don't don't forget new followers <laughs> to also join our Discord as well. Link in the comments. Yeah, the community's right. popping off in there. Yeah, it's awesome. So going back to this, but anyways, this is a really 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 smooth margarita. Oh, let's hold it up to the camera. I want to see it. Ooh, look at that. It looks very nice in a rocks glass there. Oh yeah, I, I always put I always put my margaritas in a rocks glass too. For whatever reason, I like that better than a normal margarita shaped glass. I like it better than a wine glass. I guess you could put a margarita in that if you wanted to. Um, I just find this is just a better shape to hold. It's more portable. Uh, it's got a nice wide opening to get a nice uh nice salt rim, but not too much salt to where it's overpowering every time you take a sip. You can kind of like half sip some salt in case you're not a big salt fan. And overall, this is this is really smooth. Um, again. I, personally, I would drink this Corzo tequila straight over throwing it in a margarita. I think that if you're going to go get a margarita, you're better off getting, you know, Cuervo silver in your margarita just so you get that, like, kick in the teeth, if you will, from the, the tequila taste. Because that's really what you're going for, especially to kind of overpower the sweetness and the tartness of lime juice and triple sec. And with that Grand Marnier poured on top, that adds a little bit more sweetness to it. I'm not going to lie, a little too cheap in the the Tud House to buy Grand Marnier, but thanks to Total Wine, I bought a knockoff Grand Marnier called Grande Caroni. Interesting. <laughs> which is still a French distilled uh, orange liqueur with brandy to float on top. Tastes exactly like Grand Marnier, just half the price. Very nice. Mm. So overall, I'd probably give this, probably, I'm going to give it a four and a half. Um, The tequila itself, I would give probably a 475 when thrown in a drink like this it kind of overpowers the tequila so the drink comes down a little bit nice sounds good i'm not a big margarita guy i'm not a big tequila guy but you know if you're into that it sounds good are you a tacos on cinco de mayo kind of guy i'm not i'm not a big taco guy chris i'm also going to give you a little bit of a hint part of this recipe was inspired by a uh, a common interest that you and i both have uh beer beer close spanish ladies oh nope Shakira? nope you're getting you're getting farther away. With each guess, you got farther away. Okay, back to liquid. Um. No, to, be, to beer. Then there's a okay. certain uh, bald guy with a goatee who uh, is famous for drinking beer. Stone Cold? Correct. This is partly influenced by his recipe of how to make uh, a really good margarita. Oh, okay. Interesting. Very cool. Nice. And this is our second margarita recipe we've had on the podcast. For my recipe, again, you got to just dig deep. Find it in the back catalog somewhere. Yeah. Um, but do, you, do you want to give a little sneak peek of what 
of what made yours so special? No, it sounds it sounds like we do very similar things. Um, I like palomas also, and that's with grapefruit juice. Very pretty much the similar ingredients. Just sub the grapefruit out for the lime juice. Yeah. Yep. You can do that. But yeah, agave using the agave syrup is really nice because you don't have to melt the sugar for the simple syrup. Mm. So that's handy for sure. And I also prefer my margarita served up. Um, so shaken over ice and strained, or maybe with like one ice cube floating in there just to keep it cold and watered down a little. Yeah, I should describe. I should describe this. I sh- shook it over ice, strained it into a glass with ice. Nice. Sounds like very proper technique there. And um, I hope you enjoyed many more of them on tomorrow slash two days ago, <laughs> the holiday of Cinco de Mayo. And uh, if you're having a socially distant picnic this weekend, maybe you could be having some more. Who knows? So with that, Chris, I think it's more than enough time for you to start drinking. All right. Yes, I need this after the week I've had. So this was something because it was like 80 degrees today in North Carolina. It's been sitting in my fridge for a nice hot day, and I'm excited to have it on the podcast. Oh, boy. Well, it sounds oh refreshing. Boy. A little bit of a a little bit of an overflow there. Uh, you were just so aggressive. Mm. Aggressively wanting to open yeah. up beer. So this is actually, I think, the last beer that I... It's the last beer that I have for sure. This actually is foaming a lot, and it's making me think that I shouldn't have waited this long to drink this beer. Um, <laughs> but um, we'll see, I guess. <laughs> I think this is the last beer I have for sure. It might be the last beer altogether from our Tavor box that we got way back in the day. I know Tud did Tud oh. did one last week. There might be another uh, one know. floating around. Okay, there might be one more. Spoiler alert for future podcast. <laughs> But thank you to our friends at Tavor for hooking us up with these beers it's oh so long ago. We're terrible at Tavor, giving you proper shout-outs. Allow us to give you a proper... Yay! yay! We didn't want to thank you properly until we got the soundboard so we could play the yay. Right. But this is Four Noses, their ad hoc series, Berry Passion Berliner. So it's a Berliner Weiss with blackberry and passion fruit. Sounds like a good summer beer. Yeah, um, it's a 12-ounce can, but it's out of Broomfield, Colorado. And yeah, it's got like a nice, like the very light and bright. Got the sun on it. It's like pretty cool looking can. If I may say so, it has very like early 2000s Microsoft PowerPoint clip art vibes. <laughs> I, I felt like Britney Spears is about far to start off, playing. Yes. Um, Which is a very specific aesthetic. It somehow captures that that art on that can. Right, yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, nice dark beer. Um, You know, of course, being blackberry and passion fruit, it's like a dark, dark red. I have it. I'm drinking it, of course, because the day we are recording is Star Wars Day. So I'm drinking out of my Yoda glass. That's right. May the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you always. Uh, I also have my Millennium Falcon shirt on. You know, because it's a, a visual medium. <laughs> um, well, you know, you got to feel the energy flowing through you. Right, like yes. The, like metachlorians. My metachlorian <laughs> level is off the chart. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I'm pretty excited. I've, I don't know. It's been one of those beers. It's, you know, it was winter and not, not that it was been really cold here, but it was wa- I was just waiting for like a nice, bright, sunny day. And today was the day. So um, I'm pretty excited for it. So let's see how it is. On uh, on Thursday, Obert and Chris, uh, I will be going to get a Berliner Weiss as well from Stargazer, who has oh. slowly become my favorite Connecticut brewery in the past couple weeks. So you've been able to get it consistently. That and 12% have been 
tie for <laughs> they've been putting out some really cool stuff i i've been i've been trying um and quite successfully i mean not as successful as i'd like but somewhat nice that's awesome uh so this is very good it hits you pretty pretty hard uh it is a berliner vice so it's got, it's 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 definitely tart I mean, you think of blackberry and you think of passion fruit, especially the blackberry. A lot of tartness in blackberry. Um, the flavors work very nicely together, but you do get punched with some tartness right up front. Mellows out into a nice s- sweetness, and then it doesn't leave. It doesn't linger very. It doesn't linger very long. It's kind of like a nice clean finish. Just like okay, boom, there it goes, gone away. Mm. Uh, it's a good. It's a very good beer. Nice, refreshing, good on a hot day. That that was very Pete and Tom of you as a review, Chris. Listen, I've really matured since we become number eleven on feedspot.com. <laughs> top twenty top twenty beer beer podcast list of twenty twenty. <laughs> um no, it is very it's it's very good. Um there's not a lot I can really say bad about it. I think maybe uh, I can see how it can turn people off because it is very tart up front. Now, this is also an older can, so do keep that in mind. But it's a it's a good beer. It's a very good beer. I've never heard of Four Noses Brewing before, so I'm pretty excited about trying a new brewery. I have yet to be to Colorado, so that's going to be fun whenever I end up going there. <laughs> um, Colorado is a great, great beer state. Yeah, I, I know it's a great beer state. So, um, but no, it's 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 good. It's worth the wait. Uh, it was available on Tavor back in the day, probably last year or so. I think it's four percent alcohol uh 4.7 4.7 okay it doesn't really say it on the can but there was a big four circled so i thought i just took a stab at it (laughs) um but it's it's a it's a really good beer um i think if they dialed down you know if they dialed down the sweetness a smidge uh not sweetness if they dialed down the the tartness a smidge i think it would get a little bit higher but i'm gonna give this a 3.75 nice um pretty good rating very good yeah um the untapped verse. I think it's going to be lower. Uh, I can see how this could potentially turn off folks. Um, plus, it's a sour, so you know those generally don't rate. It. I'm going to say it's a three six two. So, with one thousand three check-ins, you were a little too low with your guess. Okay. It's a three eight three. Okay. All right. Good. Nice. Good. Good. Yeah. I'm glad that it, I'm glad it's higher. I'm glad it's higher because it deserves to be higher. I just was being pessimistic on behalf of the beer. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's, it is a good beer. Very good beer. So nice and delicious. And so with that, we take our cans, we throw them away, and we move on. Oh, that was that sound effect. Okay. Ba-da. What's that sound? Ba-da. Oh, no. Thanks for joining in, Chris. I'm sorry, I forgot we did the thing. It's time for Face Your Beers. All right, so this week I'm facing my beers today on the podcast. I, uh, was walking through the grocery store, and I know we talked about this in the podcast, but I hadn't seen it in person. Uh, as soon as I saw it, I knew I had to pick it up and bring it here to try out on the show. This is the Pabst Blue Ribbon Hard Coffee, PBR Hard Coffee. Oh, nice. Yeah. Ooh. I know. Okay. <laughs> Did you also find the Pabst Blue Ribbon Bourbon while you're at it? Still keeping my eye out for that. If any of our listeners have seen it, <laughs> let us know where to find it, because I want to try it. We... 
we have new listeners now too so yeah right um so it says here on the can this is the original paps blue ribbon hard iced coffee with a dash of milk this java brew balances a rich creamy blend with a whipped vanilla flavor this comes in at five uh, percent abv and um definitely much more of a coffee looking thing than a beer looking thing it's like a tall skinny 11 ounce can yeah it looks like, like what i would buy like a starbucks exactly coffee exactly what it looks like yeah store. it's got like yeah. instead of the classic red white and blue pbr um logo it has just like like uh yoohoo brown colors with a blue ribbon <laughs> on the front so yeah i'm i'm actually i'm slightly jealous at being a big coffee guy i'm like ah oh, man i really i really want to yeah i'm just i'm more <laughs> i'm facing my beers because i don't want to stay up too late so we'll see Fair i don't enough. know how much caffeine is in here but uh it doesn't say anywhere on here so we'll just see we'll just see if there's any i don't know so all right without further ado let's dig right in here mm. i even got a little glass of ice i don't know if you should drink it over ice but uh so yeah it looks like a yoohoo Kind of as I pour it, or like one of those vanilla <laughs> frappuccino things that Starbucks sells in the cans. Yeah. Uh, yeah, very it much looks... a creamy coffee color. Yeah, it looks like coffee. Yeah. yeah. That's not what I was expecting. You know, it wasn't either until I started to like pull up some. I was trying to find the press release from PBR. Uh, and I saw some pictures of it and I'm like, oh, that's not what I was expecting. Um, so before I read how PBR tries to talk it all up, I'm going to just go in and, and try it out. Okay. It's not disgusting. <laughs> it's not terrible. How Now, just remind us. Four-pack, six-pack, 12-pack, what'd you buy? Uh, I'd have to check in the fridge. I think these came in a four-pack. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm not too sure. Like I said, it's like the tall, skinny can. You, like, you never see. This is like the like what the Truly or the what, the other spiked seltzer brands, like the tall, skinny cans. But, um, you know, it's, this isn't bad. At first, I thought it was a little watery, but maybe that's because I poured it over ice. I don't know if you're supposed to do that or not. Mm. Did you pour the whole thing over? Can you take a sip out of the can? Yeah, actually. Oh, that's a good... I like your control group uh, testing here, Todd. <laughs> Let's go right from the can. We'll see how this goes. I mean, I mean, I love Bud Light, but I would never pour it over ice. Yeah. No, it tastes about the same. I think pouring it over ice was the right call. Yeah, it tastes chocolatey and vanilla-y and... Pretty tasty. Five percent alcohol. I this is would be a great way to start your morning if you're drinking all day. If you're like a bachelor party and everybody's kind of like lagging from the night before, and you need to like get everybody to get going in the morning, bust these out, pass them around. You'll get your buzz going before you're done cooking those eggs. So I don't know if it was too obvious that I was speaking from personal experience there, but uh, <laughs> I, I mean I'm I'm a little upset you guys didn't have these from my bachelor party now. Yeah, it would have been it would have been nice. Unfortunately, I don't think they existed then. Damn, I'll just I'll just have to get married again. Yeah, or we could just renew the vows of the bachelor party. Just mm, have a, a could yes. do that a bachelor party renewal where we do that. There we go. I like that. We just get to go back to Asheville. How great is mm. that? Oh, I cannot wait until the world is open. I want to go to Asheville so yeah. bad. <laughs> so this is better than I thought it was going to be. It's just so weird that I had to try it. You know? Yeah. No, I I've had an eye out for him. Like since I found out about them, I haven't seen them yet. But I'm big coffee guy. I, I figured I'd like. It's it. tough to rate because it's tough to compare it to, because I've never had a drink like this before. Um, it's not like a black Russian or anything. It's like a Starbucks drink. It's a YooHoo. Um, 
I can't really taste the alcohol. Granted, I've already had a full other beer, but it doesn't really bite you with the alcohol. Well, it's only 5%, so. Yeah, but it masks it well. If you were, if you were to say Chris Adamowitz, but we're turning 21 uh, in 2020, and you were looking for like <laughs> the first beer, the first alcoholic beverage to drink, this one wouldn't be bad because it doesn't really taste like alcohol, I think. If you like coffee already, if you like those those Starbucks drinks, and you're of legal drinking age, we're not promoting underage drinking. But if you've never had alcohol before, this would be a good place to start, <laughs> I think. It's it's a good gateway alcohol. It is. It really is. And I believe 21-year-old Chris was already a coffee fiend by that point. So Yeah, probably not to the extent I am now, but I definitely did drink coffee every day. More Mountain Dew back then. So what do you want first? Do you want my rating or do you want me to read some fun quotes from the press release? I would like some fun quotes from the press release first. <laughs> I think that's the way to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm stealing this this from uh, the Munch Squad series on My Brother, My Brother and Me, a favorite a favorite podcast of, of mine and Chris's. Yes. But uh, they, they do fun press releases as well. So um, they say here that uh, the company describes this drink as vanilla-infused premium iced coffee with fibers and alcohol by volume quote it's a fun and deliciously unique drink made using arabica and robusta coffee beans and rich creamy american milk paps noted in a press release paps the ribbon has always been a brand that pushes boundaries and celebrates those who experiment and try new things hard coffee is an opportunity for us to pioneer a delicious and fun new drink and gives america something new we hope everyone loves it as much as we do so, um, yep, that's it. That's pretty good. We have some, uh, oh, I'm not the only one. So it says here that a lot of people on Untapped think it's a little sweet. More than one reviewer compared it to Yoohoo. Reese's Cups and Vanilla Wafers. Now here I'm just reading an article that's quoting other Untapped reviews. <laughs> but uh, not beer, but not really trying to be. Alcoholic Yoohoo. What does, uh, what does yeah. Rick, Tim, Tom, and Pete think of this? Um. You know, when you had that callback, Todd, that went completely over my head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like how, I like how Until, it came all the way back around right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, who is t- Tom and Pete? Now I know. You know, I don't think we've gotten to the beer connoisseur okay. yet. But if I can find it, I'll let you know. For what this is, I'm going to rate it a three and a half. Nice. It's pretty awesome. tasty. It's pretty oh, solid. Good. good job, PBR. That means that if I find it now, now I definitely will buy it. Yeah, do it. Do it. If you're looking for something to drink in the morning and you're not like a Bloody Mary guy, I don't know. Go with this. Yeah, if you're just like, if you're Chris and you're going to like your ninth day of work in a row, just sneak some of this in your coffee. (laughs) No one's going to know, literally. Is this a good quarantine morning beer? Yeah. Yeah, you got those morning meetings that you got to get through. You don't wait till lunch to start drinking beer. (laughs) Go with the hard coffee. Well, like I'm saying, like, like if you have a coffee and usually you would pour Baileys in it. Could you pour this as a substitute for Baileys? No, I would I would pour the Baileys in this. I would put Ooh. this as the substitute for the coffee. See, Ober's thinking on a whole different oh, level. Okay. Yeah. This is yeah, this is a, a good base. It's not it's more of a base than something you would add to it. Yeah, nice yeah. If you were if you were to add that to a coffee, it would just it would be I don't know. You know, you need the 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 70 proof from the Baileys or whatever it is. Right, right. To make it worth it. To really jumpstart your day. <laughs> <laughs> all right obert so what do you think the untapped rating is all right i think the untapped average because there are snobs on there is going to be 
lower than my rating. I'm going to say that they're calling it a 3-3-4. And just for record's purpose, what was your rating again? Three and a half. So over at a 25,000 check-ins, you are you are way off. Really? The untapped diverse thinks it's a 3.99. Holy no shit. way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, they love this. Okay. Okay. I see you, PBR Hard Coffee. Damn. This is what those in the biz call a hit. Yeah. I mean, to have a beer or a drink. You know what? Now that now I wish I paid attention to how much I paid for it because I'm curious how expensive it is. It's not. It can't be like PBR cheap, you know? Right. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Those Starbucks drinks are expensive. Yeah, they're, they're very expensive. Yeah. They're like four bucks a can. The most recent reviews on Untapped are it's, it tastes like Yoohoo in a can. That's a win. I don't know when Yoohoo's not in a can, but. Well, that's the glass bottle. Right. If you like cream with a bit of coffee, this is spot on. Yeah, that's fair. It's very creamy. I love creamy. this, but I also drink iced coffee, so that makes sense. Could stand to be a little less sweet. Yeah. Starbucks yeah. bottles in a can with alcohol. People love it. Okay. Well, beers face. There you go, folks. <laughs> face face your own fears at home. You never know. You might end up with a 3.99 experience coming out of it. <laughs> So when I did my a million hour stream last week, I I was I went to the liquor store because I, I wanted to start drinking in the morning, which was stupid. And uh, I actually bought a Irish cream that wasn't Bailey's, and I was very disappointed in it. Really, you was a noticeable difference? Yeah, really. Yeah, big difference, big difference. It was way more harsh. It wasn't very smooth. But I didn't want to spend like I don't drink hard coffees that often, so I didn't want to spend like. 30 bucks on something I'm only going to use once every once in a while. And I don't know how long Bailey's is good for, but that's something that I would throw away when I saw I had bought it five years ago. <laughs> it lasts, it lasts, it can last five years, just an FYI. Okay, good, because this bottle might last that long. Chris, what what brand did you buy? I bought Original Ryan's Irish. Oh, style, I've seen Ryan's. Yeah. Irish style cream. I've never liqueur. heard of that. It just looks like Bailey's. Oh. But. There's a distinct difference. Um, there was another one that I almost bought that was a smaller container, but it was like thirty bucks. This one was like eleven. So, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I I don't drink them very often, and it made a big difference. So I also bought a Bailey's knockoff in the past week, but mine was good. Really? Wait. So what's the backstory behind why you needed some Bailey's? I um have become a fan of Screwball whiskey. What is Screwball whiskey? Is that a brand? So Screwball Whiskey is a peanut butter flavored whiskey. Peanut butter whiskey? Correct. No it, thanks. It, no, it's it's amazing. That sounds like a face your beers to me. When did you when did you first try this? A couple weeks ago. Um purchased it, tried it, lo- loved it. So I decided to make a few cocktails with it and uh, the cocktails let's let's just say we're it'll be featured on the podcast soon. Hang on, hang on, hang on. So you're telling me you went in the store, you saw peanut butter flavored whiskey, you had never tried this before, and you said, yeah, I think it's worth spending the number of dollars that a bottle of this costs to try this out? Correct. So it, so it came as a recommendation from somebody who I, I, do, I do trust their, their drinking flavor opinion. Um, so I was told to go buy it. It's $26 for a bottle, and it's delicious. You can drink it straight. It tastes amazing. It tastes like peanut butter in a glass. Um, you throw it in the cocktails. Tastes like you're adding mm. peanut butter to any cocktail you wanna you wanna add it to. So personally, I made a uh, a type of mudslide with Irish cream, and I didn't feel like buying 
$30 Baileys, as Chris pointed out. So I bought $15 or $13 Cavanaugh's Irish Cream. With a K. C or with it a K? just like Baileys. Okay. And this is a it total, is a total wine, brand? wine brand? I walked in. I said, hey, what do you have that's not a $30 Baileys? The guy said, since I've had this, I've never bought Baileys ever again. So I said, sold. Yeah, I tell you what. Um, say what you want about Total Wine. They're like knockoff brands. Pretty good all around. So I will say that the Grand Marnier that was in my drink tonight is a Total Wine knockoff brand. Tastes just as good as Grand Marnier. I think it's just like the store generic brand where they just repackage the same stuff. Oh, 100%. I mean, they bought it from the, the people who make it. But you know what? It saves me half the cost. I'm happy with it. But yeah, so, yeah. so Screwball Whiskey, a um, little bit of an early handle. But yeah, Cavanaugh's Irish Cream from a Total Wine. Go check that out. It's, you know, Bailey's at half the cost. Nice. All right. I definitely will check that out. And that sounds like a pretty good drink that you... We heard two of the ingredients of. Right. It, there's there's much more. <laughs> there's much more. And, and, and that was part of the mudslide? Correct. Okay. Well, I'm excited for you to ring a mudslide next time you crack open the, the liquor cabinet. Oh, by but, the way, um, we're, we're letting the bugs in. We got we to gotta shut that. Oh, jeez. All right. Now it's time for our creaky <laughs> handles of wisdom. <laughs> on our frosty mug. Sadly, we don't have time to hear about the mudslide. We have to end today's episode, as we always end the episodes where we tell you things we like. Um, typically, things we consume, uh, either through our eyes and ears or with our mouth. Um, this week, why don't we have Chris go first? Yay, Chris. <laughs> I think there's a sound effect for that. There is. Hang on. Yay! Yay! I don't know why that sound effect sounds like the three of us cheering. It really does. It, I think, well, you can really hear the Chris in there. Yeah, it's it, like, <laughs> like yeah. right at the end, like you can hear the Chris. Like, hey, hang on. Well, listeners, just listen to the very end. Yay! Yay! Yeah, it sounds like I don't know the where that came us. from. I, I promise it was not the three of us recording it, but we'll go with it. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so... So tonight, I'm revisiting an old show, a good faithful show, uh, that did a did a special COVID-19, whatever that is. I haven't heard about it in the news. Uh, it's been covered up by the NFL CBA. Um, oh, are you going to steal my handle? Uh, maybe. But they came, they came together. The cast got back together after five years of being off the air and did a special uh, for Parks and Recreation. Not my handle. Not your handle. Okay, okay. I didn't know I didn't know uh, if the show it, did that too, but this is good. Oh no. Oh yeah. So anyways, so Parks and Rec, which is one of my one of my all time favorite shows. I say that about a lot of shows, but one of my all time favorite shows. Uh they got back together, they got the band back together and did a special COVID nineteen uh fundraising episode. Um and you know, they do it all via Zoom social distancing kind of thing and they talk about a bunch of stuff oh that's and, cool yeah so you know it's in you know a lot of the folks like chris pratt for example uh they you know have gone on to very large things um so i'm sure it's impossible to get everybody in the same room so it's a nice well also with the cba we can't really all get in the same room at all right either. also also that that being true a lot of the the, the chemistry is still there. It's still very funny. Um, you know, they did a really good job with it with what they were able to work with. Um, 
and uh, the whole thing uh, throughout the they 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 plugged and they tried to get uh, donations to help. Uh, I think it was like Feeding America or one of those uh, organizations to help folks that are in need. And you know there are a lot of folks in need right now due to the NFL CBA. So you know it's uh it but it's. <laughs> It, it, it's it was pretty cool it was fun to see uh it's available on hulu um which is where we watched it, it but it originally aired on nbc so i'm sure if they have a streaming service you can watch it there too um but yeah so check it out um if you're a big parks and rec fan like i was like i am um you should definitely check it out because it's still very funny nice i'll put the hulu link in the show notes so everybody can watch it there that's cool i love that show parks and rec is great um it'll be good to see them with a, re- a reunion episode and a weird, I think it's like the reunion episode we all need right now, you know, where it's like, this is just such a unique time to be, you know, a member of society and to have a sitcom we all love tackle that. It's interesting. So I'll have to check that out. That sounds really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely do. It's, it's awesome. So anyways, who wants the next handle? I'll go, I'll go next. Um, I have a video okay. game handle this week. It was a uh, steam steam sale. And I think I got it for less than five bucks, maybe. I saw the Obert Dim was on sale this week. Oh, the Obert Dim? Oh, yeah. Such yeah, a good the game. Obert, you guys got to try the that. Obert Dim. The Obert Dim? Yeah. Obert if, Dim. if I had known, I would have bought it and gifted it to you because it's that good. It's worth playing for sure. I mean, I think it's probably still on sale. So if you want to kick it on over, I'm, I'm, I'm accepting donations. Well, we'll check that after the show. But uh, this is uh, a different low graphic quality game. And it's called a uh, Mindustry or Mindustry, however you pronounce it. It's industry with an M in the front, and um, it's a genre of games like I don't know if you've ever played Factorio, but um, the whole premise of the game is you mine minerals and build conveyor belts and slowly build up your base as you get as you get more and more materials that require more and more processing. It's a pretty nerdy game, I will admit. But um, is there any like enemies? Well, I was just gonna say. So what kind of makes it interesting is that like to kind of hinder your task of of collecting these uh, minerals, waves of enemies show up, and you have to use the minerals like copper or lead to like build robots that shoot projectiles at the enemies. So um, and as you play, you unlock more levels and you get more and more up the tech tree so you unlock like you know oil and plastic and titanium and thorium and like all this kind of stuff as you go on so um it's a fun learning curve i played it a lot the last week um i mentioned factorio that's probably the archetypical game that you would think of of this genre so if you like factorio check this out um if you've never heard factorio that one too. I've I played both. I really like it. It's just a good way for me to turn my brain off after I'm done with the day of work. Yeah, my industry. Check it out. So um, it's also available on iOS. Hmm. Oh, cool. For, for free. For free. For free. Uh oh. Nice. Maybe I'll have to check it out there because seems uh, like a good deal. <laughs> yeah, better price. I'll put I'll put a link to both in the show it's, notes. It's that. funny that you were talking about it, and I was like, wait a second. I think I have that on my phone. But have you played it at all? Not really. I I. Played it like the last time I was on a plane, and then haven't picked it up since. Okay, yeah, it'd be a good good game to play on in airplane mode on a plane for sure. But uh, anyway, with that, Todd, why don't you top our frosty mug of wisdom off? All right. So 
so because Chris didn't steal my handle, I'm going. I'm going to hang on to that handle for another day. Oh, you're gonna chance it? You're gonna roll the dice? Yeah, I'm gonna chance it. Maybe I'll take it. Maybe I'll take it next week. So, um, this week, while we're still in quarantine, I thought I would share something that's been going on. Some of us are still in quarantine. Some of us are still in quarantine. Most of us are still in quarantine. <laughs> if you guys head over to the Metallica Facebook group on Mondays. Every Monday, they've been putting out a live stream of a of a concert of theirs that's been recorded. No way, that's cool. Yeah. Cr- wait, wait, hang on, hang on. Is it a live broadcast or is it recorded? So it's a it's a prior recording of a show. So for example, Todd, Todd struggles with live versus recording. It's, it's a <laughs> recording so. of a it's a recording of a previous now. live show. Does that make sense? Like, are we live right now? Is the question? <laughs> Such an ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a full performance of a Metallica of Metallica live fr- from different days in the past, and it's okay. called hashtag Metallica Mondays. So if you head over to their Facebook group, they are live streaming concerts of theirs that have previously been recorded for free. So it's it's like a live video podcast, like we do, but with video and music. Correct, I guess. You you seem to be struggling with this idea. Head over to you know what. Streamlined, head over to Metallica on Facebook for hashtag Metallica Mondays, where they play prior shows or they, they stream prior shows live onto their Facebook page. That's really cool. So you've been doing um, that every Monday? I've been paying attention to it. Obviously, it, it happens while we're, we happen to be recording our podcast most of the time. Um, so I've been watching it in the background, but you guys should definitely check it out. And by you guys, I mean listeners. Okay. Do you have any favorite... Favorite Metallica tours that you've been on or seen or like, you know, just that you really love. The, the Orion Festival, um, the, the first year one that took place in Atlantic City. I was at both of the shows both nights. Um, night one, they played the entire Ride the Lightning album. Night two, they played the entire Black album. It was a field full of 35,000 people cheering and screaming and having fun. Um, I saw a lot of different bands. Then saw Avenged Sevenfold. I saw Eric Church. I saw Volbeat. I saw you know, just random Swedish rock bands. It was awesome. It was just a great festival of music. Um, 35,000 people chanting die when Creeping Death is playing. Might be one of the best things I've ever experienced. Ever. Sounds like an experience that you could... Never relive. It's, that sounds it's incredible. Awesome. You can buy the you can buy the the shows available for download from their website, and it doesn't do it justice. Yeah, yeah, gotta be there. You guys remember concerts <laughs> way back when, when the world was open? Yeah, I, I, I missed concerts. them. Yeah, those are fun. I know. We went to. Let me see. The last concert we went to was I think the Nashville Symphony. I think that was the last concert we went to. Um, but now, yes, man, concerts. Yeah, I have tickets to the uh, Under the Big Sky Fest here for in July, and uh, there's been no news, but like, there's no way it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure they're going to cancel I have it, tickets but, to see uh, Slipknot on May 31st. Still still have the tickets. No, no word on cancellations or anything. It has not been delayed. It's happening in Massachusetts, so something tells me it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And so with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. We'd like to thank the people that provided today's beer and or liquor. So I will go first with thanking Obert for the Corzo tequila that he bought me. Ah, thank you. The Reposado. Reposado I'd like to thank Four Noses Brewing Company for their Berry Passion Berliner. And I'm dual fisting today where I have to thank both Kettle House Brewing Company for their Fish On Juicy Montana Pale and Paps Blue Ribbon 
or Milwaukee's best. I don't know. As Pabst Blue Pabst Ribbon, Blue the, Ribbon company? the company. Anyway, thank Pabst Blue Ribbon for their hard coffee. Please make sure you're going over to social media and following us. That's uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Untapped, and Instagram at DAWF Podcast. Also, make sure you hashtag follow the email DAWF Podcast at gmail.com. Make sure you're sending over all your thoughts, your congratulations for becoming a, the number 11 beer podcast in the world. Um, make sure you're heading over to our Discord as Woo! well. That's the links right below where my finger's pointing right now. Go down there, click that. Um, <laughs> yep. Just follow the finger. If you want to see the rankings of the top 20 beer podcasts in the world, also in our description right down there, just follow the finger, go down there, click that. You can see that too. Shout out to Free Spot again for ranking us at number 11. Um, All the new listeners, go back to in our catalog, listen to that. Also, we have a Patreon. Go over there, subscribe for as little as a dollar a month. You get a whole bunch of extra content. Or if you want to see us do some crazy stuff or meet with us, or do a number of different things, go check out the Patreon for our different tiers and uh, subscribe today. My name's Todd. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. And I gotta say, guys, um, now that I finished this hard coffee, it's definitely grown on It's like 375. Really? Okay. Are you gonna drink it in the morning now? Yeah. Just wait I mean, see. my first my first sip, I was like, ah. And now that I'm done with it, I'm like, this the is pretty good. part of waking up it's Pap's Blue Ribbon in your cup. It's getting fucking drunk. Before work. <laughs> <laughs>